What's up, mamas? It's Tanika Ray. I was a television host for 20 years before my entire life blew up when I had a baby. Shifting gears from red carpets to a gig called Mom required a whole new game plan. The carefree, globe-trotting boss babe me was suddenly in search of a mommy tribe to help me navigate the inevitable fumbles and fails of raising a kid. Mama's Day with Tanika Ray is a sanctuary for the Mommy Collective, where we amplify our self-love and self-care, trade tips on raising conscious kids, help each other fine-tune our boundaries, and celebrate the highs while forgiving ourselves for the lows in the wild, 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 wild world of mommying AF. Let me get back to my question that I've been beating around because it's sensitive, but do you think we as a people are better off once we get through the delusion of religion? Once we can say, maybe it's not for us, these particular doctrines. Once you look at the world and see what religious groups are supporting the NRA and they're, they're supporting laws that are very much against people of color, wouldn't you think that would wake them up? So I think, you know, it's, it's obviously a very hard question. I've met amazing people who are within all kinds of religions, but knowing the history of the religion that you're a part of is so important because perhaps it's you that's bringing the spirit to it, right? Like just the way Black people move and what they bring to whatever it is that we're doing, that is the spirit. And this one woman that I actually follow, she did this one, this video, like putting two different videos together of someone catching the spirit in a religious ceremony, someone basically the same thing, but within an Orisha ceremony. And she's like, why are you scared of this in the Orisha ceremony and not scared of this? Please remember your ancestors, right? Like remember where we've come from. And I definitely have respect for people's, you know, beliefs and what, what they um, believe in, but also just having critical thought and thinking is very important within anything. Yes. That even if you are raised into a particular religion, to still have questions, to, yeah. for it to be okay for you to question. Yeah. And once you say it's not okay to question, that's where I go, oh. there's something missing there, something it's, off there. Someone says that. Yeah. That's, that's the red flag. That's the red flag right there. And, and, you know, I have to say, going to Agape really changed my life as well. Girl, me too. Listen, my friend was like, I want you to go to church. I was like, "Mm -mm." same. I don't go to church anymore. (laughs) I was like, I I, I literally got comfortable with talking about God, saying the word God, knowing how I've always been connected to God, but I didn't know how to label it. Yeah. At Agape. Agape. Same with me too. Why do you think that it, that it is that they were able to? When I sat there, first of all, I just felt all the love. I was like, oh, this is so sweet. You know, it's so loving. But then as soon as Michael Beckwith began to speak, 
I felt his spirit move through me. And I've, I've been channeling since I was young, since I was a teenager. And the way the channel comes through me is in the same way, like the same cadence in his voice. And I'd never heard anyone do anything like that because while I was doing readings and things like that, I had no mentor. There was no one to look up to with what I was doing. I just was doing it. Yeah. And when I heard the voice come out of him, I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, that's the spirit, right? And it took me years to introduce myself to him because I was so starstruck and I don't get starstruck. I've met all kinds of people, right? (laughs) Yes, there's something different. And yes, you're right. When you go to the, the church back in the day, like there was this fever pitch of it's, it's Michael Beckwith. And you go like, really? Like we're idolizing, like what's happening? But then you realize, you understand the history of how he took this idea and truly just centered on love and amplifying people's isness. He has created this beautiful church. Amazing. That doesn't feel like church, by the way. Churchy. It's not churchy. Not churchy. Yeah. It's amazing. I, I love, is it open yet in, or is it still? I thought they were, they were online. They're, they're shooting at this place on Wilshire. Mm-hmm. I can't remember yeah. the name of it right off of La Cienega. When they moved the church there, I was able before, before the pandemic, I was able to yeah. go there. I was still a little saddened by the ending of the Fox Hills location. It broke my heart a little bit. Oh. I, my mm-hmm. heart gets broken and then I need to step back for a second and heal you know like I just thought it was such a beautiful space but you can create that space wherever so we'll can he'll continue to do his thing and I see in this time as we are all shifting he has to shift too right exactly which is a beautiful thing he's so open to that and open to the shifting and the moving and it's really interesting for me because he's one of my mentors now and I love that anyone who has ever worked with me or mentored, like I have so much respect for anyone who's, who has mentored me because <laughs> which I imagine you are exactly the same because I'm just seeing like the videos and everything you put up is that I have a million ideas go through my head and I, and I am not into someone saying no. Like if someone is like, no, or trying to like make it like I can't do something, they're out of my life so quickly. It's not even fun. Shut down. Like, I'm like, so sorry. No, just because you don't believe you can. Yeah. <laughs> it doesn't mean I can't. And I really can't have that because I'm super sensitive too. So I can't have the energy around. And so I have so much respect for people who I can just be like, like I call and I give them my ideas and they do what they can do to help me. And, you know, like all yes. of that. And so he's definitely one who, who can hold that space for a lot of energy, you know? I need to get a mentor. I've never had one. Yeah. That's one thing that I think is really important for Black women. On our next Yemeya call, it's Dr. Velma Love is going to be speaking. Yes, I saw that. Yeah. So she is. That's your mother. Not my mother. Oh, the way I read it, I was like, is that her mother? Mentor. Do you remember Lee Thompson Young? He's an actor. He was. Yes. Who passed. Yes. So yes. that's that's his mom. She's absolutely amazing. The call is going to be off the hook. 
Look, I Monday's at six o'clock because it's six o'clock here in LA. Oh, oh that's hard with a kid. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yesterday was a battlefield in my house. Like it was, it was, we have got to find a different way to communicate. Like, and then it's 7:30, and I'm like, oh, damn, you know? Yeah. So I've got to like, I'm going to have to make sure she's with her dad at six o'clock next yeah. week yeah, yeah, because yeah. I'm just, I can't miss another one. Are they recorded? Can I find them? So the thing is, is that we're, we're not sending them out because there's, it's such sensitive material. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. I wanted to get into mommying before, yeah. you know, because obviously as a daughter, as one of seven, you saw a lot of your mother mothering. You got a lot of jewels, whether indirectly, directly. How did you approach mommying yourself? So my mom is the most amazing being on earth and she loves herself and she loves us so much. And I think that was one of the most important things is that I always saw her not, she not only loved how she looked, right. Which was super important. So she would admire herself in the mirror. So we would be admiring ourselves next to her. Right. And (laughs) And then she she loves herself enough to do what what she wants to do. So whether she was going back to school to get education, you know, whether she 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 was a nurse, then a respiratory therapist and a teacher like she didn't have that problem of like sticking to one thing, even if she hated it. Right. Mm-hmm. Even back then, she was like, no, she always allowed me to be me. And I was a strange cat, right? Like I was- Why do you say that? Girl, I was a weirdo as a child. <laughs> Wait, where do you fall in line? Third. Third. And your older sisters, I mean, the first is obviously very specific because she's, you know, the template. And yes. then how would you describe being the third? Is that like being the middle child in a weird way? Like the middle child for a long time. So with my mom, so my mom and my dad have five, right? That we we were raised with, and then my dad has two others. But we all, you know, we're all sisters. They come to our One big my happy family. <laughs> and so I was very much like the middle child, but also, like I said, I saw spirits. I knew things before they would happen when I was younger. And I remember being obsessed with death when I was little because I would just be like, mom, it's the best thing that we all get to do and we all get to do it. Right. And and she'd just be like, oh, gosh. (laughs) Yeah, I'd be like, hmm, interesting child. What are you, a cancer? I'm a Gemini. Gemini. Oh, of course you are. Okay. And, (laughs) And so she allowed it. I never felt. Like I could not be myself or I couldn't express what, oh, of course my son is asking me something. One quick second. (laughs) Mayan. So you were telling me about your journey to mommying and what you were a weird kid. Your mom let you express yourself the way you saw fit, like what was organic for you. I see that. Like I connect with that so much because I was not given that freedom as a child. I was told everything about me was wrong all the time. My hair needs to be straight. I need to dress like this. So it has been such a huge accomplishment 
every year I have to check and go, is my daughter still truly who she is? Awesome. Keep going. You know, it's powerful to let your child and your children walk through the earth the way God intended them. I mean, they came here already fully formed, in my opinion. Yeah. Yes. They know who they are. Khalil Gibran poem about your children are not your own. Nope. Through the universe. Here's one of my children here. (laughs) I love it. I know that's a hard thing that I'm going through now is I think most of our friction is the fact that she doesn't want to become more independent. Being more independent is a lot more work (laughs) than mommy bathing you, lotioning you, feeding you. I mean, she's receiving all. What sign is she? Cancer. She goes to the ocean and she's like, ah, la luna. Like she talks to the moon and she's that kid. She, she came here eyes wide open. Yeah. So that's another thing. It's to know, like, I know my child isn't necessarily my child. She literally came here from God, exactly who she is, wise, many lives, many lives lived. And so those kids are a little harder to raise in 2021 in the middle of a pandemic. (laughs) My two girls are, are just like that. And then my son, it's interesting because when he was younger, he was more like that. And then as he becomes more in the world and he sees that that's not normal, he's like, is it hard for us to raise our kids? I mean, you said you, you admitted that you may have been a weirdo when you were growing up. Definitely was. (laughs) But what's wrong with that? Right. Nothing is wrong with it. I mean, I, I didn't, I didn't feel like anything was wrong with it. You know, like I was able, sometimes I did wish that I could be like, like other people, but it was, you know, it was, it was kind of like fleeting moments, right? It wasn't something that was like on my heart. Like I want to be able to be like that. And, you know, like I I was mostly just fine being myself and, you know, uh, very supported being myself. And it's great. You had so many sisters. That's like friends already come with the package, right? So it's not like you were lonely. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. That's powerful. Yeah. Thank you for validating that because my daughter, and sometimes it makes me question like, Ooh, am I going to make things complicated for her? Cause she's, she knows she's special, like special, like dancing and singing all the time, all the time. Her friends are like, you're weird. I was like, be weird. Yeah. You know? Like, yes, thank you. (laughs) She does. She's very proud of her weirdness, whatever that is. And so I just want to make sure that I'm, doing the right job. I'm doing the best job I can to make sure that I'm not, I'm saving her from heartache down the road, you know? Yeah. Well, I think the biggest heartache is not knowing who we are, right? Like that journey is so hard. I feel like that's where drugs and, you know, overconsumption of alcohol and things like that come in because we don't know who we are and trying to find it or trying to fill something that is, seems empty. And, uh, but when we really know who we are, we do different types of drugs, like weed. <laughs> <I'm just kidding. laughs> you don't have to kid about that girl. <laughs> you don't have to kid about, and we do lots of crystal buying. 
gallons of crystals. I mean, exactly. And we spray, I don't know, some, you know, aura spray and shit. We get into tarot cards. Yeah, we do. That's what one of the things that I brought as when you're like, bring three things. Okay, let's do it. All right. On your journey of mommying, what are the three things that you are non-negotiables that you have got to have in your arsenal? Break it down. Absolutely. So my, my spirituality and my, my cards, my, I have a whole bunch of them. This is just one. This one's the African goddess rising Mm. by Abiola Abrams. So it's all African goddesses. I need that. Wait, wait, put it up again. I need a picture. I want that. Cuteness. And it's Oshun on the cover. Oshun on the cover. <laughs> yes, goddess. Um, I'll show a few of them. So pretty. <gasps> Beautiful cards. Yes. Ooh, I got a, I'm, I'm like hot in my body. Gorgeous. So that you brought the tarot, which I love because that's, do you do it every day? Yeah, I pretty well. It it depends, but most of the time it's whether whether with I'm by myself or with my friends, and sometimes my middle daughter will do them with me. Yeah, and then um, my diary, and it says spellbook on there, but it's just. But you know what? I think spellbook is kind of perfect because, right. as you know, everything we say we're casting spells, right? I wish we, as a culture, would lean into that power as well. We've got so much power we don't access. Yes. Yes. Yep. And I love that you're connected to your little witch inside. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> totally. And then the other, the last thing I wanted to show is the most fun. Okay. Oh, that's a big one. I don't think I've seen one that big before. My crystal, my crystal, crystal wand. So mm-hmm. I have smaller ones as well. This one's a G-spot wand with a rose quartz. And so How does your husband feel about all this? Oh, he he loves them. <laughs> he loves them. I have heard stories with men like being jealous of them, but he's just will join me. You know what I mean? Like it's not basically in order to be with me. You have to be super, super like in touch with who you are, your manhood, your whatever it is, because I'm like, I don't cater to any male ego. Like there's nothing, you know, like we share everything we do, you know, dishes, laundry, you know, we do everything because we're both working too, even though most of my work happens at home. So a lot of time that seems like, it'll seem like I'm not working. Right. Because most of it at home. So it seems like, okay, I would do all of the home duties, but it's all very equal. Well, we are, you know, made up of male and female. So it makes sense. This whole, like they're female jobs and male jobs. I hogwash is my favorite word for it. Hogwash. Right. I love that word. (laughs) We've got to, we've got to define it for ourselves. And that's, what's so interesting about us trying to define our paradigms right now but it seems like you guys got it figured out sometimes <laughs> well the wand helps that's a big old yes, yes. that wand <laughs> what is my, the official name for it it's like you know the angle you know how you can make like your ass let me see it again <laughs> 
what, are, what is it officially called a wand? It's a, this one in particular is a shock rub. So if you look like, well, yeah, it is pretty big. It is pretty big. That's a big no one. Denying it. There's no denying it. <laughs> Talk about go to, go to heaven, connect with the spirit world. Yes. I like it. With the, the clear quartz crystal, it's really, really clearing and beautiful. And there's so much work that crystals do. You know, they have their own natural vibration. So it's a natural vibrator. You don't necessarily feel it physically, but there's a vibration happening. So yeah, I just got into the yoni eggs because yeah. I'm like, let's let's experiment there and see what that and I've never it's it's I've kind of shied away from it. It's like, you know, it's so poo-pooed in our culture, but now we're getting to a place where we're opening up Literally. to that magic. <laughs> Thanks for hanging out, Mama. I know how little time we have in our day to honor ourselves, and I'm just thrilled to be a part of it. Make sure you click like, rate, and subscribe. I'd love to hear what you think about today's show and what you want to hear going forward. Remember, mommying is a gift, and you're doing a kick-ass job. So, Woosah and Mama Stay. Mama Stay.